GMAC is in. Greg Mackling. Hey, Chuck. What's up? Well, I just wanted to take some time to publicly thank you for everything that you've done for radio in Winnipeg over the years. I, I always say, even as a host and in this incredible position that I've somehow managed to find my way into, I'm a listener first. And I can recall you working out of this building the first time when I was younger and as were you younger. And it's been that long that you've been on and off a part of my life. And I've been honored to grow a relationship with you over the years. And it started uh, without you even knowing me, but me feeling like I knew exactly who you were for a long time. And you talk about that magic of radio and talking to that one person. <clears throat> And uh, I always felt as though you were talking directly to me. And if that comes through in any of the segments that I do, I uh, blame it on you entirely. And I thank you for that ability to feel that way and to channel that inner broadcaster that, that you have tried to teach me to become. I've still got a lot of things to learn, but I thank you so much for the belief that you've given in me and the inspiration and the guidance that you've provided. Greg, uh, there's not a, a single person listening right now who hasn't seen tough times. You know, people sometimes put on their phony face with other people. Everything's well. Everything's always been well. Everything's fine. That, that, that's what they do, and, and I understand that. Uh, one of the reasons this show works the way it does is we tend to peel that, that mask and, mm -hmm. and we get real with each other. So everyone out there has faced tough times, and so everyone out there sometimes needs a little bit of a, an oomph, a little bit of a little bit of inspiration. I want you to talk to me about what radio means to you, because that's what this has always been about to me, this, this, this love of, of radio, the magic of radio, as you said a, a few moments ago. Was there a particular tough time in your life when somebody or something happened on the radio that for just a few moments took you off what I'll call your negative can okay, and allowed you uh, to hope for something better, something that got you out of your funk we all get into, and I realize often we've got very good reasons for being there, but for just a, a few moments, uh, you, you got off the pity party and you said, yeah, I think I can do that. I would have to go back to about seven years ago when CJOB opened the forum and opened the microphone to all that would take up the challenge. I was in a job that... I enjoyed somewhat. It wasn't my calling by any stretch of the imagination. I was working back into society, really, still at that point, recovering from a brain injury that had debilitated me and, and battling back from a major bout of depression. And I never would have imagined that just before my 40th birthday, I would have embarked on a journey, on an adventure that would allow me to do something that I wanted to do from the time I was probably seven years old. And to say that radio has helped giving me, give me my life back would be an understatement. So the entire idea of communication, of sharing, of being honest and forthright in that communication has been a little bit of self-therapy for me. Every time I come on the air and I, I share my story with you or when I share something about my twins or when I talk about things that have happened to me, I don't do it to, because I want it to be about me. I do it so that people can relate to me and understand what I'm going through. And so people that are going through things that are difficult can understand, just as you said, 
It happens to us all. And if we are positive, if we lean on those that love us and support us, we can get through just about damn near anything. Why is it about radio? And it's not that I haven't done a lot of writing and it's not that I haven't done a lot of TV, but radio is still my first love. What is it about radio that when it's done right is so much more authentic, so much more genuine, so much more honest than any of those other media? The TV sets across the room. It's way over there. And it's part of, it's part of the horizon. It's a, it's a part of what you see. Radio is right in your ear. It's in your car. For, for me, as a kid, it was under my pillow. It was under my pillow uh, at all hours of the night when I should have been sleeping. The late, great Ken Nicholson, who used to call the Winnipeg Jet games, my mom would use the radio as a golden carrot to get me to go to bed during Jets broadcasts, and she would put the radio on in her room, and I would have to lay so still so that I could hear the call of the Jets games, that radio has just, it's taken me everywhere. It took me to Helsinki, to Moscow with the Jets. It took me to Tokyo with the Jets. And it has literally taken me all over the world. That theater of the mind, Richard Cloutier talks about painting that radio picture. And when it's done right, you are literally transported. Thanks for painting that picture. Uh, My... Little head was also on that pillow, and I was supposed to be in bed, and I was in bed, but I was supposed to be asleep, and I wasn't because I was listening to people just like Ken Nicholson all over the world. And so I think that's how we first got into a lot of people's heads, right right at that pillow. Thank you for being in my head. Uh, thank you for allowing me into yours. I want you to have the best damn career ever. Uh, you won Talk Idol here on 680 CGOB, many, many kids with their heads on pillows uh, idolize Greg Mackling, and I'm glad they do.